0: So we know Jesus as many things. We know Jesus as Lord, we know him as Savior, and of course we know in our heads that Jesus, in our mind, that Jesus is teacher as well. That he is a teacher and he's unlike any other teacher that we will ever come in contact with in our whole entire lives because Jesus is God. So if we take all the knowledge, all the information from all the schooling we went to, elementary school, college, uh, what we've learned from our parents, Um, all the books we've read, all all throughout our lives. All that knowledge, all that wisdom, all that understanding does not equate to 1% of Jesus being teacher. And so yes, it's good to inform ourselves and read books and go to school and to learn, but ultimately Jesus Christ is the teacher of teachers. He is the supreme professor, and he has to be the supreme professor of our lives. Jesus has a university, His university is called JCU. It's Jesus Christ University. And his university is different than any other university, any other school that we've ever been to before. And the reason why it's different, JCU, Jesus Christ University, and Jesus being the supreme professor, the supreme teacher, why it's different than any other university is because every other university that we've ever been to is based on performance, right? If you study harder and you're the top of your class, then you're successful. If you get the best grades, if you graduate summa cum laude, then that says something about you as a student and how great we are as students. But JCU is not interested in that. Jesus Christ University is not interested in performance. He's not interested in that. Oftentimes, we get this wrong. We think the better I am and the longer I go without sin and the better I perform, God is going to love me. I'm a good student of Jesus. And Jesus is saying, I'm not interested in that. But that's what we think. We really, really believe in the depths of our hearts. I believe it as well. The better I am, the holier I am, the the more perfect I am, God's going to love me more. I'm doing good in the university of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is saying, I'm not interested in that. Why it differentiates again from other universities is because the harder you try, the more you study, the more successful you will be. But Jesus is not interested in that because Jesus is not interested in self-sufficient students, right? If I go a month and I didn't commit this sin, then I'm doing really well. Then we start looking at like, wow, look how good I am. Look how self-sufficient I am. Jesus is saying, I don't want that. I don't want that in my student. Or oftentimes when we're doing really well in the spiritual life, we fall into the self-righteousness, right? Like, look how good I'm doing. And God is saying, I'm not interested in that, in, that, in my university, or sometimes we fall to self-deception. We fall to the self-deception that I am way better than I, than I really am because of how well I'm doing with Jesus in his university. And Jesus is saying, I'm not interested in that. It's not the type of student I'm looking for. I don't want self-sufficient, self-righteous, self-deceptive students. What does Jesus want then from his students? Because we all claim to be students. We all claim Jesus is our teacher. And if we claim that, then we have to know what type of student Jesus is looking for. He's not looking for, again, that self-sufficient, self-righteous, self-deceptive student. He's looking for a docile student, a student with docility. And what is that word? We don't hear that word often. We don't think about that word often. It doesn't come up often in our Catholic faith. What is it? And it's so important because it's the type of student Jesus is looking for. And if we're a type of, if we're the docile student, if we're a student with docility, we are going to get to heaven. So, what is docility? Because docility is the guarantee to all successful students at Jesus Christ University. So, what is docility? Docility means the ability to be taught. Right? If Jesus is teacher, then teach me, Jesus. Docility is this ability to be taught. Docility is this ability to be coachable. Docility is this ability to be uh, formed and molded. That's the type of student Jesus is looking for. So if we think of docility like in sports, right? A good docile person who's playing on a sports team, that docile sports person, that sports guy, the, the, the athlete, who's docile is the one who listens to the coach, And that works with his team so that way they can be successful as a team. You would say that's a a docile athlete because he's teachable, he's moldable. In the area of business, right, that docile businessman or businesswoman is interested in listening to his boss, listening to his manager, learning from them so that way they can bring success to the department. The opposite of docility would be pride, right? Pride is don't teach me, I know everything. I'm the father of this family. I'm the priest of this church. Don't criticize me. Don't teach me. That's not docility. Docility is a gift of the Holy Spirit that we've all received when we were baptized, which means teach me, Jesus. You are the supreme teacher. Coach me, Jesus, because I need to be coached. Mold me and form me, Jesus, because I want to get to heaven. And it's not based on performance. It's based on looking upon the teacher of teachers and his university. Docility is what gets us an A-plus and at JCU each day by our teacher, Jesus Christ. We're all going to get a grade at the end of our lives. And God is not going to say, you did all these great things and all these bad things and good outweighed the bad. Come on in. He's going to say, how docile were you? How much did you allow me to teach you? To love? To be a better lover? Did you, teach, did you allow me to teach you to be a better lover? Did, I, did you allow me to give you faith? Did you allow me to teach you how to have hope? We all want an A-plus at Jesus Christ University, and it starts today by allowing our teacher to teach us. Each night before we go to sleep, we should, before we close our eyes, we should say, how did I do today at JCU? We're students daily, every day. How did I do today with JCU? Was I self-sufficient? I have to try harder. It depends on me, self-righteousness. And if that's how I was in that day, I was not a good student at JCU. But if I allowed Jesus to teach me throughout my day, how to be a better lover, how to be, have more faith, how to teach me and mold me and I was docile, then that day I got an A with Jesus, the teacher. And we all want A-pluses. In today's gospel, we're introduced to two students who claimed that they were students at JCU. Two people that we heard about. And let's see what type of grade they received from Jesus Christ, the Supreme Teacher, the Supreme Professor. First, we heard about the sinful woman. We don't know a lot about this woman. All we know and we're told is that she's a sinful woman. We don't know her name. Traditionally, the the Catholic Church has said that this is probably Mary Magdalene. And we know Mary Magdalene's story, right? She was an adulteress. She slept with married men. We know that she was a prostitute, possibly. We know this woman was not a good person. But although she wasn't a good person, she was a docile student as soon as she encountered Jesus. She followed Jesus for three years. She told Jesus every day of those three years when she followed him, Teach me, Jesus, how to not live this lifestyle. Teach me, Jesus, to love you. Teach me, Jesus, I want to be docile. I want to be your disciple. I want to follow you. And she went from this sinful woman, and three years later, she became a follower of Jesus, and she died and became a saint. She allowed Jesus to teach her, to mold her, to guide her, to get rid of her shame, to get out of her sins. She was a great student who received an A+, plus. not by my book, she's a saint. She died and got an A+, plus from Jesus Christ, the supreme teacher at JCU. But then we have another person in today's gospel, the Pharisee who invited Jesus over to his house. The Pharisee who invited Jesus over to his house, on the other hand, was opposite of the sinful woman. He was not docile, he did not want to be taught, he had already made his mind up, this woman is a sinful woman. If this man, Jesus Christ, is a prophet, he wouldn't allow her to touch him. He was not docile. He did not want to be taught, he didn't want to be coached, he wasn't on the right team. He was not on the right team. What's interesting is that he actually calls Jesus, teacher. If we were paying attention, right, this is what he says. He says in the gospel, we hear in the gospel today, it says, Jesus said to him in reply, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he responds, tell me, teacher. He's claiming to be a student. He's claiming that he's a part of JCU. He's saying, teach me, basically by calling Jesus teacher. But he's a liar. He doesn't want to be taught. He doesn't care to change his mind. He's not docile. So with that being said, he received a failing grade at JCU. He was a failure in docility. And because of that, we don't know how his story ends. And actually, on purpose, the Bible doesn't tell us, does the Pharisee change his mind? Does the Pharisee say, Jesus, you're right? Does he fall to his feet? Does he kiss Jesus? Does he anoint his forehead? Does he wipe his, his, his and bring water to his feet? Does he, do, we don't know how the story ends. And the Bible does that on purpose. The Holy Spirit allowed us not to know how that story ends because we are the Pharisees, brothers and sisters. We, too, can be the Pharisee. And we determine in our individual lives how the story ends. We determine if we allow Jesus to teach us. We determine if we are going to be docile and say, Lord, teach me, guide me, mold me, coach me. And if we allow for that to happen then we determine how the story ends when the Pharisee. So practically speaking, what does this look like? This docility, how do we apply it throughout our day as students daily at Jesus Christ University? I'm just gonna say two points and we'll wrap up. First, a docile student at JCU asks Jesus throughout their day why they are feeling how they're feeling and they ask Jesus to teach them to feel differently. Brothers and sisters, we all have feelings. We're human. We're not made of stone. We're not made out of brick. We have, we have, we're all sensitive. We all have emotions. We all have feelings. Feelings are not a bad thing. But it becomes bad when our feelings become sinful. So before our feelings start becoming sinful, we need to turn to the teacher, Jesus Christ, and say, teach me to feel differently throughout our day. So what does this look like? It could sound something like this. Jesus, I can't help that I feel anger towards my husband or wife right now. Teach me, Jesus, to see them differently. Then I don't fall into anger, saying words I'm going to regret later. Because I allowed and I invited Jesus, the teacher, to, to teach me how to see my spouse differently. Or it could be, Jesus, I can't help that I feel annoyed right now with this person who continuously disrespects me and embarrasses me. But teach me, Jesus, how to see them differently. It could be, Jesus, I can't help that I feel lust in my heart right now. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know what triggered this, Lord. I have no idea where this lust is coming from. And I, I, I'm tempted to look at inappropriate things online. But teach me, Jesus, right now how to deal with this teach me jesus i don't want to fall into lust i don't want to be online i want jesus the teacher to teach me how to get rid of this sin because oftentimes we think oh i need to try harder i need to do this i need to do that if i need to get this bad habit out of my life and yes that's true but that's performance based and that's not part of jcu jesus will teach us how to give up lust the feeling of lust Or it could be, Jesus, I don't think I can bear this uncertainty which has come into my life causing me fear, causing me anxiety. I I, I don't think I can bear it, Jesus, that I'm faced with right now. But teach me, Jesus, how to keep my eyes fixed on you in this situation which has come into my life. Teach me how to carry this cross. Teach me how to endure this suffering. And guess what? You think Jesus is not going to come in? Do you think that our cross will not be 99% lighter Because Jesus Christ is teaching us how to carry the cross. Rather than having fear and anxiety and depression, it's not what Jesus wants. So that's number one. And the final thing, a docile student at JCU asks Jesus throughout their day why they are doing what they're doing and asks Jesus to teach them to act differently. Besides our feelings, which we talked about, to invite Jesus in, Now my actions. Why am I doing what I'm doing, Jesus? Teach me to do it differently. Teach me to do it in a holier way. So what does that look like? For example, it could be, Jesus, I don't know why I cheat on my exams, but teach me, Jesus, to be a better student. It could be, Jesus, I don't know why I get satisfaction about gossiping about this person or that person and how much they've hurt me, but Jesus, teach me to not gossip. None of us want to gossip. We think it makes us feel better. But in reality, it makes us feel worse. Teach me Jesus. Jesus, I don't know why I find the need to show off and brag about what I have or what I've achieved in life. But teach me, Jesus, to be more humble so I can be a better student. So I can get my A-plus today with you. And I can get my A-plus on my judgment day. Which you'll say, come on in. I've been waiting for you. You were an excellent student of docility while you were on earth. It could be, Jesus, I don't know why I find it so difficult to say no to people and always people please, but teach me, Jesus, boundaries so I can be a better student. And I'm not always stressed out and anxious because I don't know how to say no. Teach me boundaries, Jesus. Teach me that it's okay to say no, Jesus. Teach me to live a healthier and more balanced lifestyle, Jesus. Jesus will do it could be, finally, Jesus, I don't know why I find it so difficult to go to Mass. I don't know why I'm so inconsistent to go to Mass. I don't know why I can't make it to the Adoration Chapel. I don't know why I can't say my prayers, but teach me, Jesus, how to pray. Teach me, Jesus, how to get to the Adoration Chapel. Teach me, Jesus, to be consistent every Sunday to go to Mass so I can receive you in the Eucharist, Jesus. Teach me. Teach me. Because that's what a docile student sounds like. So, brothers and sisters, Jesus is a teacher unlike any other teacher who teaches at JCU, Jesus Christ University. And as his students, Jesus isn't looking for students who are self-sufficient, self-righteous, and self-deceptive into thinking that we're actually better than we really are. He's interested in docile students who want to be taught in their daily lives every hour of the day. A docile student at JCU asks Jesus throughout their day why they're feeling how they're feeling and asks Jesus to teach them to feel differently. And a docile student at JCU asks Jesus throughout their day, why am I doing what I'm doing and help me, Jesus, and teach me to do it differently. And many of us will come forward to receive Jesus, the ultimate professor, the best teacher in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will he find in your soul? What will he find in my soul? Will you find a soul that is docile, always asking to be taught throughout their day, therefore receiving an A-plus at JCU daily and on our judgment day, where Jesus says, come home. Or will Jesus find a soul that wants to be self-sufficient, acts self-righteous, and is self-deceptive throughout their day, therefore receiving a failing grade at JCU daily, and unfortunately you may hear the words on our final day, you did it alone. I wasn't a part of it. So brothers and sisters, let us sit here for a minute and make one of the greatest decisions we'll ever make in our whole entire lives, inviting Jesus Christ, the true teacher, into our lives and families. Amen?